2: I'm going to help you tonight. Help you understand what you see. We'll talk about them making you an enemy of the state. We got Congressman Chip Roy. Is Gavin Newsom already running for president? John Phillips, all that and more coming up on I'm Right. I like to think broadly. And let, me, let me explain what I mean. Every single day we wake up, and we see new news stories, right? New foreign stories, local stories. There are horrible stories. There are wonderful stories. But I'd like to try to take a step back or do the 30,000-foot view view thing. (laughs) Easy for me to say. I'm on television. I'd like to take a step back and try to give myself some perspective on what I'm seeing every day and why I'm seeing it. I try to understand why all these things are happening. And I have found there are a few things that if you understand them, it helps you understand everything. It kind of gives you a base, kind of gives you a strong boxer stance so you can handle whatever comes your way. One, we talk about all the time when it comes to the system and your cultural leaders. What, what, what What do I tell you? The three characteristics, the three things they all have in common. You know what they are already. You're probably rolling your eyes and reciting them now. You already know what they are. What do all your cultural leaders have in common? No love of country, no connection to you. They just don't have any connection to the real world. And they believe they should rule as kings and queens. When you understand that, that helps you understand every news story every day. But there's another one, and this is a critical one, to help you understand what's happening the cultural leaders of the West. We'll just make this about America because it makes it easier to understand because it very much applies here. You should know it's all the West going through this right now, but America, the cultural leaders, all of them, they all have a goal right now. Every one of them. And it's a horrible, nefarious goal, but you have to understand what it is. They, they want you destroyed. You, because they're all communists now, whether they know it or not, that's what they are. And a communist, remember, is a, it's not a political ideologue. He's a religious zealot. Right? These people are out there professing their Christ. All right? They are that committed, that believing in what they, the, what they say. They want the heretics killed. And that's not unusual throughout history. What happens to heretics for any religion throughout history? Eh, they die. The communists, they want you hurt, silenced and in many cases killed. That's why communists have killed so many people. But how do you go about doing that? If you're the communist, what's the best way to go about doing that? Well, who's the best at murder? The state, government. Nothing in the world has killed things like government has killed things. So the communist looks at the government and he tries to figure out a way to get the government to murder you. You can better understand everything you see right now when you understand all of our cultural leaders are trying everything in their power to make you, your car, your church, your kids, your beliefs, your meat, your gas, make you an enemy of the state. But they have that goal with a specific purpose in mind. That's so they can then send the state power and all their guns and all their willingness to commit murder against you. Everything you see right now is with that goal in mind. That's why you constantly hear, you'll notice this now, it's a threat against democracy. This is a threat to democracy. This could end our democracy. Whoa, that sounds really serious, right? That's making you an enemy of the state. That's why they'll go on TV endlessly, without end, no matter how, no matter how many people they murder, no matter how many children they mutilate, no matter how many horrible things they do, these people without hesitation will go on TV and call you what? An extremist. It's very extreme, it's extremist huh. rhetoric, it's incendiary rhetoric, and it has consequences. That tells
0: you a lot about the state of the Republican Party in this country right now, uh, and how extreme and how devoted to Donald Trump it is. Uh, and so uh, I do think the American people are gonna have to uh, fight for their democracy, stand up for their democracy, and make it clear where they are in the choice between uh, the kind of uh, extremism that the MAGA wing of the Republican Party represents and uh, the alternatives about a constitutional system of government where the, not the rule of the mob, but the rule of law decides questions in our country.
2: You're an extremist threat to democracy. You're against the Constitution. Do you see what they're doing? You're not a political opponent to them. You're a heretic who needs to be burned at the stake. And maybe you're thinking right now, oh, those are media people. I'll push back on that. That last idiot you saw there is Ron Klain. He's the White House Chief of Staff. But maybe you say to yourself, ah, Jesse, that's just media people going for ratings, just going on CNN saying crazy things. Okay. Well, maybe that would fly... Except for we have things like this courtesy of Project Veritas who continues to do the Lord's work out there. Maybe you should go ahead and listen in on what the Department of Homeland Security is saying about you. This document
3: dated August 12th refers to a heightened threat from what the Department of Homeland Security calls DVEs or Domestic Violent Extremists quote, motivated by a range of ideologies who have grievances against a variety of targets, including law enforcement. Domestic violent extremists are referred to in one of these paragraphs as, quote, many of these threats include references to the perception that the 2020 presidential election was fraudulent and other claims of government overreach. The 2022 midterms in this document are also highlighted as a potential, quote, flashpoint for this violent extremism.
2: Do you have questions about Ballots flooding in in the middle of the night that somehow allowed Joe Biden to overtake Donald Trump? Do you have questions about lots of the audits and the video and the evidence we've seen now? Those are normal questions to have. Poll after poll after poll shows the vast majority of Republicans and actually many Democrats and independents feel that way. you have those questions? Have you... Let me ask you a question. Think about this. I want you to think real hard for a second. Have you texted... With a buddy? Any of those questions? Shared a funny meme about a stolen election? An email? Maybe you sent a private message on social media. You should understand the Department of Homeland Security considers you a potential domestic terrorist. How about that? Don't think it's limited to DHS either. You see, we have the media, we have the White House Chief of Staff, we have the DHS. Here's Steve Dettelbach of the ATF. This is the ATF director. Listen to what he has to say. I think the first thing we need to do is to is to be honest about the fact that we have we have a problem. But I will tell you, uh, it's gotten more
0: bold, uh, more brazen, and more violent. For too long, I think it was too
2: easy for us to write off some of the rhetoric that was going on as as kind of harmless, crazy rhetoric. Right until it wasn't harmless anymore. Notice how you're the one who's been bold and brazen and violent, but. Never them. I could sit here and cite for you the well north of 300 incidents over the last six years of Trump supporters being assaulted and in many cases murdered across the country, but never a reference from the ATF, DHS, FBI, about Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the attack of people, never even one mention of it. In fact, if we're gonna talk about violence and brazen, I would, I would argue sending 30 federal agents on a fishing expedition into the president's home, I would argue that is violent and brazen. But you see, none of what they do is violent and brazen in their minds because again, they're serving Christ. You, heretic, you trying to stop them and their religion? You're the extremist. Get a load of this dad from a New Jersey teachers union.
4: We don't agree on everything in New Jersey, but we all agree that our kids deserve a world class education. So when extremists start attacking our schools, that's not who we are. People who only want to fight to score political points should take that somewhere else.
2: You mad about your child learning to be transgender in school? Are you upset that your child is learning open racism against white people in school? Well, you're an extremist, a domestic terrorist. And don't think that's just the New Jersey Teachers Union. Remember, the FBI counterterrorism heads met to discuss you. Everything is in, in the interest of turning you into an enemy of the state. Do you know the power you have as, as CIA director? I remember watching a special one time. It was fascinating. I think it was on Showtime. Not that I'm telling you to support Showtime. But if I remember it was on Showtime, I think it was called the Spy Masters. And they had all these CIA heads on there, Panetta, Michael Hayden, all these guys on there. And they would talk about the things they did to terrorists. And you would see several videos. I'm sure you've seen these things online about our capabilities with satellites and and whatnot. Just you see a guy out in the middle of the desert and push a button and pow, he's gone like that. And we did that to jihadists all across the globe. Michael Hayden himself has done that to radical jihadists, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, all across the globe. Do you know what Michael Hayden thinks is the most dangerous thing out there right now? Republicans, you, the most dangerous domestic terrorist threat, according to Michael Hayden, is you. So the DOJ, FBI, ATF, CIA, they all are very, very worried about you and your extremism. Every single thing you see right now from Biden on down is in the interest of turning you into the enemy of the state so they can justify using state power, state violence against you. That's what time it is. So when I hear Republicans, when I hear low-T GOPers like Mike Pence step up and try to run, run some kind of interference for these groups, it makes me want to vomit.
4: Our party stands with the men and women who serve on the thin blue line at the federal and state and local level. And these attacks on the FBI must stop. Calls to defund the FBI are just as wrong as calls to defund the police.
2: The attacks on us must stop. The attacks on us by the FBI must stop. That, that way of thinking right there, that shows you exactly how so many of the Washington GOPers think about you. I've seen so many, McConnell, Tim Scott, John Cornyn, Mike Pence, all doing this, let's let the facts come out, hold on, let's slow down. Please understand, whenever you hear that, whenever you hear the, well, it's concerning, let's wait for the facts. Whenever you hear that, you need to put that in your translator and understand what that means. What that means is 15 minutes before that moment, they were having a glass of scotch in the back with all their Democrat buddies laughing about what a stupid, uneducated rube you are. They were laughing about Trump. They hate your freaking guts. Now they know they can't come out and say that. They have to kind of give you the pat on the head. So they come out and say, well, I'm very concerned, but I like. Let's wait and see. We don't need to go too far. No, 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 no. We do. Break the FBI into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds so it can never recover again. As the terrorist organization, it has become against the American people. And there are many such government agencies that need to go along that same path. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. We're going to talk to Congressman Chip Roy about what can be done. We have what you want. We have what I want. What can be done. We'll talk to Chip about that in a second. Now, let's also, let's also remember that the assault against you isn't just the assault against your freedoms. It's the assault against your money. Do you think these people printed 80% of the money in existence over the course of two years because they have any interest in you remaining financially viable? No, they're trying to financially destroy you. They want you financially broken, so you have to... Daddy, government, can you you give me just, just a crumb, if you don't mind? When I tell you to get some gold delivered to your house, it's so you always have some value to purchase the things you and your family need. And the beauty of gold is this. Let's say the coming Great Depression that I believe is coming, let's say it never comes. Let's hope, Lord willing, I am dead wrong, everything recovers and we're fine. I don't think anyone believes that, but let's say that happens. There's no expiration date on those gold coins Oxford Gold Group sends to your front door. You think your sons and daughters, grandsons, granddaughters, you think they would think that's a pretty cool thing? Grandma and grandpa left them that? Call 833-995-GOLD and make sure you have some level of financial protection. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. We'll be back
3: each morning the president of the united states receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country it's called the president's daily brief or pdb it's delivered by america's spies and analysts well now you can hear your very own pdb in the form of a podcast hosted by me brian dean wright a former cia operations officer Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning.
2: You didn't think all that You being an enemy of the state thing was just for the FBI or CIA or DHS or you you didn't think it stopped there, right? ATF. Oh no 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 I I'm sorry if you thought that. Here's what the Commissioner of the US Customs and Border Protections sent to his staff. This is courtesy of Breitbart. Quote Some domestic violent extremists have expressed grievances related to the false perception that the U.S. government is not working to maintain security along the U.S.-Mexico border and there remains an increased risk of domestic violent extremists, again, relying on those grievances to justify violence against law enforcement officers involved in the enforcement of border security. You see, it's not just if you question the election or maybe you're a pro-lifer. Those aren't the only things that make you a violent extremist. If you want the U.S. government To secure the border? What are you doing, terrorist? We'll send someone to your door. Joining me now, the great representative from the great state of Texas, my friend Chip Roy. Congressman, it is so obvious now the efforts are pervasive to make anyone on the right an enemy of the state so they can justify sending the state against us. I don't know how everyone can't see this and why people aren't more alarmed.
4: Well, you know, we raised this issue uh, in the House Judiciary Committee last fall on the issue of the edu-officials tag, right? Where you got the FBI going after parents for, oh, oh my gosh, you have parents going to a school board meeting and saying, oh gosh, you know, my daughter was raped in a bathroom. Maybe I should be able to say something about that. And the next thing you know, the FBI is saying, oh, I'm sorry, we're going to put you on a domestic terrorism list. Look, this is purposeful. Of course they want to do it. There's a reason that they just gave $80 billion to the Internal Revenue Service to hire 85,000 or 87,000 agents uh they lie and say they're not but they've actually posted the job listings already it's because they want to harass you they want to harass me they want to harass teachers i'm uh, you know they want to harass uh, businesses they want to harass churches that's what they want to do they want to go after people that is the state of your federal government right now you know it i know it but the question is, is do republicans know it and will republicans stop funding these jackasses for coming after us
2: Well, I'm glad you asked about, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm extremely concerned because I've seen so much of this in the past week or so since that raid on Trump. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Let's wait and see what the facts, let's let the facts come out. Hold on. We don't, we don't know if the FBI is being politicized. We should definitely look into it or we should hold people accountable. This sounds a lot like establishment Republicans who despise their base, patting us on the head, acting like they're going to do something. But really, if we give them power back, they won't do a thing.
4: You know, the head pat is the uh, key move of the establishment in Washington, right? Like, oh, oh, Chip, yeah. don't worry. We'll, we'll take care of that little border problem. You know, don't worry, we'll take care of the IRS. You can count on us. Meanwhile, Lois Lerner goes after, you know, churches and goes after real Americans. That's the reality, right? You, you people, and, and, and Republicans are just, I don't know whether they're too nice or they're just stupid or just lack spine. I don't know what it is, but they don't really want to call things out when they see it. Like, look at something and say it is what it is, right? There's a politicized FBI that went after parents, a politicized FBI that clearly wanted to go after the president of the United States, as we know, as a pretext to try to go after and expand the January 6th investigation. We know that's what they did, and that they're trying to use classified information and espionage to hide behind it. We know the IRS is targeting us. We know that the DHS is wanting to go after American citizens or border patrol for whipping Haitian migrants but not do anything to actually secure the border. These are all things we know for sure. So why do we keep allowing the federal government to be funded by our own votes? We vote for it. I don't, but Republicans do. Stop funding these people to come after us. I don't understand it. Why do we fund tyranny, Jesse? I think this is a fundamental question we have to ask Republicans.
2: I know you've been beating your head against the wall about things like that since you got there, and I appreciate it that you'll continue to do so. So allow me to ask it this way. Let's say we have the House. Maybe we get the Senate. I know what I want done to the FBI, but I understand that's probably not possible. What is possible, Chip? What can we hope for? What can we expect? Give some people some level of hope. What are we going to do?
4: Yeah, well, here's what I'm going to demand. And here's what I would ask, you know, people watching this to get on the phone and make sure your representatives demand the following. Number one, reject any Democrat bill that they put forward to fund government in September, some big omnibus bill, or some bill that will be a continuing resolution to punt it into a lame duck in December. We should only support a six-month continuing resolution into the next year so the new Congress can then deal with the funding of government. Number two, stop spending money we don't have Let us return our spending to the levels that were before COVID exploded the size and scope of government. And then finally, and thirdly, really importantly, let's restore sane policies by securing the border and demanding that they do it. We could do that. Don't give DHS any money unless they turn people away. We could demand that. Don't give money to the FBI IRS agents. Cut back the $8 billion they just gave the IRS. And let's make sure we restore energy policies that aren't insane that are damaging our economy, driving up inflation, and let's stop vaccine mandates, when the CDC now even is acknowledging that essentially they lied and said, oh, sorry, you know, Jesse, you were one of the early ones saying, oh, I don't know, let's shut down the biggest economy in the world, put our kids in masks, shove them in the corner, and wonder what the hell's gonna happen to our economy and to our children. It's all bull crap. We need to gut the entire establishment, and we need to start over. We need zero-based budgeting starting at zero power the federal government. If Republicans won't fight for that, then the republicans should be ignored and we need
2: to come up with a new plan Yeah, that's a fact all right chip speaking of the border we have actual terrorists coming across the border yep. and i saw a federal agent opening locked gates allowing illegal immigrants into the united states of america what is ex- what in the world chip exactly how many terrorists do we know have come into this country and how many are we just letting through
4: well, you know, it's funny you asked. About a year ago, I sent a letter to Secretary Mayorkas, who should be impeached, and it's obviously terrible, uh, asking, hey, how many people affiliated with terrorist entities or countries have been planted in the United States? took him eight months to respond. He finally answered. It was 43 in the initial letter. Now, because we put pressure on him, they're posting that information. We're now up to 66. But that's of the people that we apprehended, Jesse. For all of your listeners out there who are better educated than, than the average American on this stuff. They know what I what I hope more Americans come to know. We've had 900,000 known gotaways under this administration, almost a million. These are people we don't know who they are, we don't know where they are, we don't know what their history is. And even if only a fraction of them are evil or associated with terrorists or gang members or you know uh, you know convicted killers or rapers or robbers, ro- uh, robbers, then we're going to be dealing with a massive scourge of crime in the United States. And all, by the way, under the watch of Democrats who want to let criminals out and not prosecute them. Look, we have got to restore order, secure the border, restore order in our communities, stand by cops, do the right thing to make sure that we secure our communities. But it begins and ends with actually securing the border of the United States, in my opinion. And this administration refuses to do it. But importantly, Republicans need to have the spine and the cojones to actually do it.
2: The House Freedom Caucus, God bless them, proposed something to counter this ridiculous Inflation Reduction Act that'll still that'll never stop being funny to me. They proposed something to counter all this climate change death cult stuff. What was it?
4: Yeah, well, it was what I was kind of hinting at a minute ago. Maybe jumping the gun a little to just say uh, we we've, we've sent out a letter and we're going to be putting out demands saying that we must freeze spending into the next Congress. Do not allow Democrats. Do not allow this Democrat Congress to put forward a massive spending omnibus package, or importantly, to punt into a, a lame duck where they've got all the keys to the kingdom leading up to Christmas with jet fuel. What we need to do is freeze that spending in the next year, and then importantly, secondly, Republicans must pledge to pull back on that spending that has been driving inflation. You wanna know why we have inflation? We've been killing our energy sector, and we've been spent $5 trillion that we've dumped into the economy chasing this nonsense with respect to COVID, destroying our economy and fueling inflation. Thirdly, we're gonna demand that we uh, attack these policy objectives that the American people want us to see restored to sanity, securing the border, making sure that we've uh, re- restored our energy uh, sector into actually not being restricted by the Democrats, and then stopping these ridiculous vaccine mandates when even the CDC is now saying, that, uh they're they're actually admitting that they're full of crap i've never actually seen a federal agency put out a statement saying hey you know what hey, we were full of crap jesse kelly was right they just didn't actually put the jesse kelly was right in there
2: <laughs> i wish they had chip thank you appreciate your brother hey you too god bless george soros da gascon out in la he just won his recall It was a little dirty a little bit dirty We'll talk to my friend John Phillips about that, what happened out there next. We're going to ask him about Gavin Newsom and running for president, too. Before we get to that, putting your money where your morals are, I am not under the impression it is easy. But I've talked a lot about how we need a completely different, separate, parallel economy. Because the communists have taken over all the parts of our culture, including corporate America, we have to start creating our own. We have to run parallel to them so we can only do what we can do, right? There are some things you have no choices. Health insurance, you have a choice. Where do you have your health insurance? One Share Health gives you the same great options, same great prices, but it's a faith-based insurance company that shares your values. They give 5% of your monthly every month to veterans struggling with PTSD. D- uh, dental, vision, what, 24-7 telehealth, whatever you need, my.onesharehealth.com slash Kelly, promo code Jesse Kelly, gets you 75 bucks off it. It's an easy way to put your money where your morals are. Go now. We'll be back.
0: There are different ways to
5: interpret the recall election, barely failing to qualify. Do you see this as a vindication? proof that LA County voters support your policies. So it's time to double down on them.
4: The reality is that, you know, people are wary. Uh, They're they're people that are, they feel that they're unsafe.
2: Look, it's, it's not real. That's just how you feel. Why do you feel that way? Joining me now, my friend John Phillips of the great John Phillips show on KABC in Los Angeles. John, I hope you don't feel unsafe. What's wrong with your feelings? (laughs) No, could he be any more
0: patronizing if he tried? (laughs) I I never thought Uh, I'd say this, Jesse, but I think for the first time in California history, they're actually saner in San Francisco than they are down here in the insane asylum in Los Angeles because they dumped their worthless DA and we still have that buffoon running that office And under his leadership, L.A. is not a safe place to be. On the radio last week, I just threw out the question, give me a call if you've had a gun pulled on you in the last year. My switchboard blew up like Nagasaki. I took calls for an hour. I could have taken calls for three hours. This guy is a pro-criminal district attorney who will not prosecute people. You have convicted gang members, convicted criminals, who are caught on tape saying they want to tattoo his name on their face, they love him so much. And if there's ever a moment in time I wish someone couldn't spell, it would be when that tattoo was being put on their face. But it is absolute lawlessness right now in Los Angeles under this guy's leadership. I'll tell you, the one mistake that R. Kelly made was doing what he did outside of Los Angeles. Because if he did it in Los Angeles under George Gascone, forecast
2: says golden showers all right john a lot of people most people listening watching us right now are not in los angeles obviously many will be but what is it like because i've spent plenty of time in la when i was in the marines we had four or five days off we would go down to hollywood and chase women around and i remember it not being bad i had a good time
0: It's usually a really fun place. The restaurants are fantastic. You've got a great entertainment here. Usually our sports teams are doing well. It's a fun place to live. You can't beat the weather. But really, ever since the shutdown started, it has turned into a zombie apocalypse movie. And then when you combine the homelessness with this guy as district attorney, it's turned into a, a sequel of The Purge, the movie, where people know they can get away with whatever it is that they want to do. So you constantly have to be looking over your shoulder because there are random acts of violence all the time. 7-Elevens getting knocked off, people being shot, mothers with babies being run over, police officers being murdered. That's essentially the oh. local newscast every single day.
2: Okay, the recall failed. Now, I have plenty of friends in Los Angeles. They all hate him. They say everyone they know hates him, but the recall failed. What happened? Well, they threw out about 30% of the signatures.
0: Now, I love the fact that when we have an election, if you've got an absentee ballot anywhere near the registrar, anywhere near election day, oh yeah, bring them in. We'll find some more after we start counting until we get the desired result. But when it comes to counting signatures for for this recall, the registrar was about as persnickety as you can get, throwing them out for one reason or another. And when organizers of the recall wanted to sit in his office as he was going through the signatures and throwing them out or keeping them, he said no. So he went through all the signatures in darkness and wouldn't let anyone else sit in and watch him do it. This guy used to be an elected Democrat, a politician up in the state of Washington. And then he ran the elections up in King County where they had that very famous close election for governor and they kept finding ballots at the last minute. He was the guy, Dean Logan.
2: Okay, John, this is a dumb question. How's that legal? How could you just count all the things in the dark and kick everyone else out? That doesn't sound legal.
0: Yeah, well, they're gonna take him to court and who knows what's gonna happen there. But it just doesn't certainly seem fair to me. It doesn't seem fair to you. And they turned in enough signatures where they should have been able to cross that threshold. And then all of a sudden, this curveball comes out. Oh, no, sorry. About 30% of them were thrown out
2: john you mentioned cops getting shot and i've obviously seen these horrible stories in la i I know i know new york is really really suffering they can't find new recruits and the seasoned guys they have they're all retiring either they're doing something else or they're going to be a cop in florida where they're respected are we seeing that in la oh yeah i mean you're you're seeing it across the board though um you're seeing a a decline
0: in population for the first time since california entered the union. We lost a congressional seat uh, in the last redistricting, in the last census. And I would imagine that had they kept counting after the, the pandemic started, we would have lost more than one. And all, all of this is funny because you go back to the Spanish that happened at the beginning of this century. After that happened, the population of California exploded. People left other states, other states that had worse lockdowns, that had worse weather, and they came to California. And now with this one, you're seeing the exact opposite also because of government. People are fleeing California to
2: states that have freedom. John, Gavin Newsom, uh, boy, you wanna talk about naked ambition. He posted this video on Trump's social media platform. Hey everybody, it's Governor Gavin Newsom here once again with all of you seeking one thing. We all have this in common. That's the truth, and the truth is, every single night we turn on the TV, you see some of these freedom-loving governors, Florida, Texas, and elsewhere, railing against vaccine mandates, particularly COVID vaccine mandates. But the truth is, every single one of them, led by Ron in Florida, are mandating vaccines for your kids in their states you can't get into public schools in florida without seven mandated vaccines so my question to all of you is that hypocrisy or is that just fraud john i'm not going to insult your intelligence by asking you was that man running for president he very clearly is running for president i'm going to ask you we have vice president dome she's from california same voter pool i'm assuming they run in the same circles aren't we looking at a conflict here?
0: Yeah, they have the same donors, they have the same voters, they have the same consultant, the guy by the name of A. Smith up in San Francisco. They certainly would be bumping heads in any number of ways. But when you look at these primaries, when you have an open field and you have a very crowded field, I think it's a mistake to assume that someone has to win. That's typically not what happens. The person who emerges from the primary is typically the last man standing. Who is it that survives all of the purges when they start knocking people out from the first debates all the way up to the convention? And you can see, whether it's Kamala Harris or Pete Buttigieg or any of the others that people talk about, all of their obvious problems that could theoretically knock them out of the race or did knock them out of the race the last time. I think Gavin Newsom is, and I hate to say this because he's been an awful governor, is almost uniquely built in that scenario to be the last man standing. If there is an open field and he's in, I think he's their likely nominee.
2: Okay. Why? I I don't disagree with you, by the way. He very clearly, as much as I despise the man, very clearly is charismatic, good-looking dude from the most powerful state in the union. I'm sure because he's in California, he has a gargantuan donor base. I I get it, but did I about sum it up, or is there more I'm not seeing?
0: Yeah, I mean, there are more delegates in California to the Democratic Convention than any other state by far. So start out with all of those delegates in Gavin Newsom's camp. He doesn't have the obvious flaws. The guy is just a bad governor. He's just not very good at his job. But being not good at your job in and of itself, unfortunately, is not disqualifying. People hate Kamala, no one likes her. Pete Buttigieg cannot get the black vote to save his life. Bernie Sanders is a socialist and he's 912 years old. Elizabeth Warren is a fake Indian. You can go down the list and you could see what are the disqualifying factors for each of them. For Gavin Newsom, he's just a good-looking guy who starts out with a lot of money and a lot of delegates who's just bad at his job. And that's not something you can really hang on him in a very easy way, the way you can with the others.
2: Yeah. yeah. John Phillips, thank you, my brother. I'll see you soon. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. That guy's totally going to be the nominee, isn't he? I still say it's going to be New York City's Eric Adams, but maybe I'm wrong. All right. We have more examples of the system being weaponized against you next. But before we get to that, let's get to the quality of the air you breathe. We all seek out more air quality, right? Better air quality, especially as you get older, you start looking at the cancer rates in your area, you start feeling your lymph nodes. You know, Eden, pure Thunderstorm. It doesn't cover up the odors in your home. It cleans your air, constantly. Cleaning out the viruses and mold from your air inside of your home. It cured my allergies. This thing is like a miracle. I have, I have more emails from Eden Pure Thunderstorm customers thanking me for it than I do anything else I do. Go get a, th- a three-pack. I started out with one, it put it in my bedroom, My sons walked into my bedroom, smelled how good it smelled, and promptly stole it. So then I loved it so much, I went out and bought two more. And that's why they have a three-pack for sale for my viewers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Code JESSE gets you three-pack, three of them, with $200 off. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. Also, that gets you free shipping. Pretty good deal. Go. All right, the big news today in the media world, we're very important celebrities. The big news today in the media world is Brian Stelter, that loser hack on CNN. He got fired. He's getting fired. They're running him out of there. He was doing a Sunday show hilariously called Reliable Sources. One, Mr. Producer, that's mean. Tater Tossed is mean. Also, that's hilarious. But setting that aside, listen, the media business is not complicated. It's actually not about being right or left. It's not about being smart as as you can clearly see it's an interesting business there are a lot of competitors out there for eyeballs brian stelter without donald trump is boring that's it he's just boring and so if you're boring you gotta go And this is why I've told you a thousand times, Donald Trump actually created a media bubble. They hate him. They should love him because he kept them all afloat. He made them a ton of money. for. He he put them on life support for a little while. But now without Trump there, what are they? Can Brian Stelter sit down and be interesting for an hour? Not a chance. So with that, he's gone. See you, Brian. Now, real quickly, I want to get to this sam harris is a movie guy i don't expect you to care about sam harris i don't care that you i don't care that he's a movie guy none of of that really matters but what he says here in this video i'm going to play for you is actually important because you have to understand when he talks about we have to get trump at all costs understand that's the same mentality in your doj state department cia fbi nsa this mentality is all across the entertainment sports education this is the mentality that has torn America apart. But Hunter Biden, at
5: that point, Hunter Biden literally could have had, had the corpses of children in his basement. I would not have cared. Whatever scope of Joe Biden's corruption is, like, if, you, if we could just go down that rabbit hole endlessly and, and understand that he's getting kickbacks from Hunter and Biden's deals in Ukraine or wherever else, right, or China, it is infinitesimal compared to the corruption we know Trump is involved in that doesn't answer the people who say it's still completely unfair to not have looked at the laptop in a timely way and to have shut down the you know the New York Post's Twitter account like that that's a, just a conspiracy that's a left wing conspiracy to deny the presidency to Donald Trump absolutely it was absolutely right but i think it was warranted
2: Okay, I don't, I don't expect you to care about that human being, but that mentality. Understand that the FBI feels the same way. Kind of a problem, no? All right, we've still got a lot more. We have a light in the mood next, and I'm torn. I'm torn with how I feel about it. I will show it to you, and I will explain. Before that, you have a mission. Go to your pantry, your garage, wherever. And I want you to look, and I want you to be honest with yourself. Do you have a three-month emergency food supply for everyone in your home? With what you have in your home right now, can you eat for three months? Can your wife, husband, children, three months? Three months? If the answer to that question is no, and it probably is, my patriot supply is here for you. They have a three month emergency food supply. They have it $250 off right now for my viewers. You have to go to preparewithjessikelly.com, all right? Preparewithjessikelly.com. We'll be back. Rarely do I have mixed emotions. Now, look, I'm not saying this is a good thing about me. It's probably a bad thing, but normally I know exactly what I think about something, right? But I'll be honest, this light in the mood gives me mixed emotions for a variety of reasons. I'll I'll get to it in a second. Before we get to that, look, you've already heard me on this show. When I was talking about One Share Health, you've already heard me talk about putting your money where your morals are, how we have to have a parallel economy. We have to start starving the communist beast, the corporate part of America. Now that's easy to say on TV, right? Well, how do you do that? Do you have a list in front of you right now? Uh, Jesse, I'll sh- only shop here, here, and here. Uh, I need to go out for some school supplies. I guess we'll go to here. You, you don't have a list. Why don't you have a list? I have a list. It's called Public SQ. It's right here on your phone. Public SQ. What is it? It's your one-stop shop for the businesses in your area that share your values. Wanna know who stood up to COVID lockdowns? Wanna know who the pro-lifers are? Wanna know these things? Right here, right there in the App Store. Download Public SQ, it's your tool to do good, all right? All right. Finland has a prime minister, she's in her 30s, Apparently, it's been controversial over there. She likes to go out and party it up quite a bit. And now it's a big controversy over there because, well, this video came out. (laughs) okay couple things one drunk chicks are so annoying well what is it with the dancing and the yelling all the time that's one two obviously that's unbecoming of a prime minister you would expect a higher level of professionalism but here's where i'm torn up here's where i'm torn up i look at our own politicians And all the scummy stuff they're always doing, passing all the dirty bills and insider trading and all the other things. And I say to myself, wouldn't we be better off if they were all out just getting hammered on video all the time? So like I said, I'm torn here. That said, I might not be here tomorrow. I'll be on vacation in Finland. I'll see you then.
3: giving you the critical intelligence
2: and analysis you need to start your morning.